You're listening to Journey of Drifting Clouds. Welcome back to Season 2. Hi, I'm Kumi. I reside in Vancouver, British Columbia. Sharing stories has some healing effects, and it allows me to feel more. Through my losses, I've learned that feeling the feelings is the only way for me to cope and move forward. So I decided to talk about my journey of grief and loss and many other things. I'm still exploring how to feel the feelings, but this is my journey. This is a place for me to become vulnerable, but at the same time, I become real as well. It's not just the death that we experience grief from. We experience all kinds of losses, changes, and adjustments here and there. And grief is ultimately necessary in our lives to feel joy and love. But grief is powerful, and it is something we hardly ever talk about. So I'm here to talk more. I'll be doing this podcast in two languages English and Japanese. Last but not least, if you'd like to share your stories of loss and grief, please send me a message. We can talk on the podcast together, or I would be happy to read out your story where you have options of being anonymous as well. Looking back, I started to deal with my loss through honoring. I did not want to look at videos of Chris for a long time because they were too real. Memories through looking at videos, even though I recorded them to remember while he was alive, still overwhelmed me. But aside from that, I think it was fairly natural for me to come up with some actions to commemorate Chris. Because I've had losses in the past and experienced rituals to respect and honor the dead. The first thing I started to do was remembering what he liked to do. So I would play a music playlist Chris created on YouTube all day. For a little while, I would cook Chris's favorite food, such as casserole. And even though I don't drink, I drank some craft beer and said, Cheers to Chris. I became more attentive in my driving, remembering what he taught me. I never liked driving, but I do now because I do remember all the advice he gave me. I've donated Chris's bass guitar. According to his request, I've started to scatter Chris's ashes to designated places according to his wishes. Chris took his last breath. At 7 53 Pacific Standard Time. So I set my Fitbit alarm, and every time it goes off, I appreciate him for being in my life and celebrated that he lived. To me, the last breath meant so much because I got to witness the moment of Chris's departure from this world. I've started to follow more Instagram accounts related to glioblastoma. I did more research on Turn May Gray, the brain tumor campaign that takes place in May. When it comes to politics, he knew he was privileged 
and had always wanted to send out messages that it is someone like him who should voice inequity. So I sometimes mention Chris whenever I get to speak about racism and discrimination. In hindsight, perhaps I did or still do those just to alleviate my pain, all those honoring actions, but also to avoid watching videos. It's complex, but I was glad I heard his wishes as much as possible instead of assuming. And I'm so honored that I get to honor Chris with someone who are so dear to me. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. See you in episode two.